Thank you, Amelia. Thank you, Dan, for those readings. Deep time, that's a new concept for me. I found that extract really interesting. Thank you, Grace. Not only Grace is leading the service, but she's also put this service together this morning. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died on the 18th of September 2020. After serving 27 years as a justice on the Supreme Court of the United States, her great legacy is that the US is unquestionably more equal, equitable country than it would have been without her work. Now, this is a quote from the New Statesman. She has been and is an inspiration for many and a mother and a grandmother to a few. On Thought for the Day this last week, uh, she was quoted as she answered the question that was put to her, what gives you hope? And her reply, my grandchildren, she said. I had a meeting this week on Zoom, some of the members of St. Luke's who are exploring a call to ordination. And this RGB quote reminded me of the wonderful P.D. James dystopian novel, Children of Men, which I was very pleased when I was doing my homework before this Zoom meeting, uh, is part of the Church of England's recommended uh, reading for those seeking ordination. Children of Men shows how when a society ceases to have children born into it, it disintegrates. There is nothing after us. Deep time in human construct appears to be coming to an end. We are on that verge of extinction. True hopelessness. And I hope not to give too many spoilers but hope does return with the birth of a baby. Now, there is something to live for. It's a good film too, and you can catch it on um, Netflix at the moment. As Grace said, our own Ivy was 100 yesterday. She wanted us to know that she had a wonderful birthday with her family, and she was delighted to have received a card from the Queen and from the Archbishop of Canterbury, as well as all the cards from her church family here at St. Luke's. She's been a member of St. Luke's for many years. She's seen church children born and grow up and perhaps even have children of their own. Certainly she has seen vicars come and vicars go. 
I hope that Ivy will be around to see the next vicar of St. Luke's. A great humbling point for a vicar is when you look at the board, and here at St. Luke's, the board of vicars is as you enter the door. You see the list of those who have gone before you and the space to record those who will come after you. A reminder that we are here but for a season, but the community continues on, and it is that deep time faith held in a community that can truly make an impact on our wider community and society that we are called to serve. We are part of something greater than ourselves, greater than our particular span of years. Are we a gift, an inheritance? What is our legacy? Our reading, read by Dan, asks us. So we ask ourselves questions. What are we doing and what impact will that have on those still to come? When I was working in a bank, which I did for 18, 19 years of my life, uh, I was a manager looking after wealthy clients. Yeah, I had long lunches, expense accounts, entertainment budgets, and as I had a number of players as my clients, I had an excuse to hang around the Chelsea training ground and be paid for it. Then, on my journey home from work one evening, I read a verse from Revelation, from this particular book, actually, that I've kept, and uh, it, it was quite rare for me to read stuff from the Bible in those days, and I kind of thought it was okay if I read this very thin book, because it didn't look like I was reading a Bible. So I, I was reading from here, and uh, I got a nudge. Because I asked myself, what would my, uh, what would my works that would follow me? Revelation 14.13 speaks and asks us the question, your works will follow you, causing me to ask that question in myself. I didn't want my works to be making rich people richer. I felt I needed to do something else with my life. So that was the beginning of the end of that part of my journey. And I began to explore my own vocation and in turn led me 
to be your vicar here today. So you have Revelation 14, 13, to thank or to blame. Yesterday, I was at an ordination service at Canterbury Cathedral, seeing someone I had journeyed with and be ordained. A wonderful moment. I would say perhaps a deep time faith moment when we stand in the line of St. Peter, receiving his commission from Jesus at the end of John's Gospel. Do you love me? He has asked. Then feed my sheep. The Roman Catholic and Orthodox churches call this apostolic succession, and we Anglicans in some quarters claim that too. A real moment, an unbroken chain stretching back some 2,000 years and hopefully heading off in the future as well. Our Genesis reading, a deep time moment, the death of one but a continuation in others. Abraham, the great father of the book, where three great faiths find their common ground. It is through Abraham uh, that the Jewish faith, Christianity and Islam find their rootedness together. Today we heard listed the 12 children of Ishmael who become a great nation promised by God, as his stepbrother Isaac would be through his son Jacob and his sons to become a great nation, a line perhaps we are more familiar with, perhaps thanks in part to Andrew Lloyd Webber and his amazing technicolored dream coat. So Jesus stood in the inheritance of Abraham. We do too, working over millennia towards a narrative of peace, love and justice. It hasn't always appeared like that though. Often our face history seems smeared with violence, hatred and injustice. And perhaps we, because we get too fixated on the power or political struggles of the now, we lose the long-term perspective that inheritors of faith can give us. When we see that the children of Ishmael and Isaac are both blessed and promised by God to be great nations, we perhaps can begin to let go of our fear or our competition or our mistrust and instead rely on the abundance of God and God's love rather than the scarcity of our own minds as we fully are able to learn to love our neighbours. Back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She shared credit, the new statesman goes on, for her legal successes with pioneers of an older generation. This was because she believed 
in two worldly principles that those that that were those that were that would come before her and there are those that will outlive her so i think this is solid ground for saint luke's to begin to ponder on to pray on we have had an exciting history and are a bright voice for inclusion and justice so where do we go from here what are the works that will follow us what mantle do we pass on to the next generation and generations to come i have my own thoughts and i'll share these as part of my annual report letter but i'd really be interested to know your thoughts as it is within a community that our deep faith time resides and it is through a community uh, that society is transformed the community is the holder of that which we inherit and the hope for that which will come after us do please let me know your thoughts amen and now i invite our wonderful choir to sing deep peace by john rutter who incidentally celebrated his 75th birthday this week happy birthday john and thank you for the wonderful work that you give to your church deep peace 